Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In Squash Podcast, uh, episode 26. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and we're continuing uh, with the theme this week of uh, the Canadian Nationals, which are being held in Calgary at the uh, Glencoe Club. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, we had two-time Canadian men's national champion Sean Deliere on the podcast. Uh, yesterday, we had defending men's champion uh, Nick Sackfee on the podcast. Both of those uh, gentlemen are on into the semifinals on opposite sides of the draw as we speak today. I believe, uh, yeah, um, Nick is playing Michael McHugh and uh, Sean is up against Andrew Schnell in in the semis. So those will be both uh, great matches to look forward to tonight. And uh, on the women's uh, side, well, we have a three-time Canadian national finalist. And uh, she's looking to win her first national title on home soil uh, this week. Uh, she's playing tonight against uh, Sam Cornett, whom she played uh, last year in the uh, semifinals and managed to beat her in four close games. Danielle Latorno is on the podcast today, and we're so happy to have her on. We, uh, we talked a bit about uh, uh, her match tonight with Sam and, uh, and playing on the glass court there, uh, what it's like to be at home in Calgary uh, hopefully uh, getting to the final and, and winning her first national title on home soil. And uh, her career, uh, her four years at Cornell, uh, captaining the uh, the Big Red team for, for a year or so, and also uh, a bit about her coaches and her training. So we've got uh, a great podcast for you today with Danielle Latorno. Uh, welcome to episode uh, 26 of the In Squash podcast. And this week, uh, as with this week, uh, it's been the Canadian theme, Canadian Nationals uh, Week in Calgary at the Glencoe Club. And uh, we had uh, Sean Delier on earlier in the week and then Nick uh, Sackfee uh, yesterday. And today uh, we, we have Danielle Latourneau. Is that correct? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, Danielle. Uh, she's uh, currently ranked 42 in the world. She's uh, won uh, on a few occasions on the PSA Tour, including the, uh, the Nash Cup in the Liberty Bell Open, and uh, she's been a three-time uh, Canadian national uh, uh, finalist, and she's playing in the semifinals tonight uh, against Sam Cornett. Uh, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, congrats on getting through your, your first two matches without, uh, without dropping a game. Uh, you're in pretty familiar territory now uh, in the semifinals against uh, someone you know pretty well, I'm sure, Sam Cornett. Uh, how do you feel uh, heading into tonight's match? Uh, uh, and what, do you, what type of match do you expect uh, from Sam tonight? I'm expecting the match to be pretty physical. Um, she's very fit. She can play it with a high pace. And so I think if I can just like, relax, um, play my game, and just dig in, then, then it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, now you, I think you played Sam uh, last year in a in a really tight match in the uh, at the nationals in the semifinal, didn't you? Yeah, I managed to squeak it out in four, but um, each game was really close, and I I got pretty lucky in the fourth. I I was up ten six, and she she got back to nine ten. I was a little nervous, and then I happened to win on a stroke. So ooh, okay, kind of got a, a lucky way out of that, but um, yeah. But it was a good match. It was it was very tiring for sure. Yeah, you guys have played several times uh, over the years, so no doubt uh, you know each other's games so well. Um, 
Now, how, how's the, well, for, first of all, you're, you're on home soil. So uh, wouldn't this be the perfect time to, uh, to finally win one? Oh, it would be. I'm, I'm really hoping uh, things come together this week. But it's so nice having, you know, own bed, food, um, <laughs> having my family around. Like my grandparents even flew in um, home court. Like it's just, it's very comfortable. And um, if I could win here, it'd be, it'd be uh, unreal. <laughs> Is uh, Glencoe, is that, uh, is that your home club? Yeah, it's one of them. So I was in the junior program at the Glencoe for years and then went to school. And then now since I've been back, um, I, do all my, I do all my fitness at the Glencoe and I still play some squash. But um, my coach is John Hill and he's up at World Health. So I'm, I'm up at that club quite a lot as well. Okay. Yeah, I know Glencoe. I mean, I, I, when I played juniors, I represented Nova Scotia back in the... the the mid '80s, it was there, so it's been around forever, forever. Yeah, no, yeah, long time, and they actually just did an expansion, so um, pretty spoiled here. But that's nice. Uh, yeah, I got a double court, yeah, very, and we got a new doubles court, so it's kind of livened things up as well. And okay, well, uh, I was speaking uh, yesterday uh, with Nick uh, Sackfi, and he was talking about uh, how the glass court is playing a very, uh, it's a very bouncy court. Uh, have you played it uh, yet in the tournament? Uh, how do you feel about it? Um, yes, yeah, so I played my first two matches on the glass court, and then each morning I've been practicing on it. At first, I was a little unsure because it's just it's very bouncy. There's some odd, odd bounces in the back, and then um, on the front wall because of some of the stenciling, it's hard to see the ball. But it's okay. I feel like now that I've had two matches under my belt, like everyone kind of gets used to it. I'm feeling more comfortable on it. Um, but it just took like a little bit of time to adjust. Right, right. And uh, and what time is your match uh, this evening? Uh, it's at six thirty. Okay, and so it's uh, what ten a.m. now. So you you've got a you've got a nice day to relax and uh, sort of uh, get pumped up for it. Yeah, definitely. And um, it's funny because like with the home court advantage it's it's really nice but i also find i've I've done a lot of socializing the first day and then i'm trying to kind of back off relax get more in my own own space which is it's a good challenge but it's a different sort of uh obstacle that you wouldn't normally expect yeah i would imagine uh, being at home you may have a few more uh sort of uh, at home obligations that you'd need to uh undertake yeah well i wouldn't say obligations like it's just i really enjoy being around the club i love I love watching the squash and watching my friends. Um, But you have to also keep in mind to put yourself first, which I'm getting better at. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. 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 Now, uh, if we take a look back, Danielle, for for maybe some people who don't know much about your background, you had four uh, incredible years at Cornell University where you were – uh, an All-American, an All-Ivy League player, and also you were named a captain to the, to the Big Red women's team as well. Uh, how were those years for you, Cornell, and uh, particularly in terms of uh, developing your squash? Um, well, it was really rewarding, and I felt that it made me really appreciate squash because, I mean, all day you're in class, you're studying, and I enjoyed that, but the best part of my day was always going to the squash court, seeing my teammates and just having fun on court. Yeah. And then I was yeah. working with, um, with Mark and Julie DeVoy and they did a lot of work with me to help me kind of improve my movement and improve my game. 
but I think the biggest part of it was learning to really compete and dig in because in juniors you kind of can go for you can get away with more short shots people haven't fully developed yet but when you're playing for a team you really want to keep the ball in play really fight really grind um, not just for yourself but for everyone so I felt like I developed a lot mentally and emotionally um, mm -hmm. because of it. Uh, during those years at uh, at Cornell, I guess uh, playing in the uh, in the NCAA's, uh, the competition would have been pretty. Uh, it would have been quite competitive. Um, was Amanda Amanda Sobe playing at that time as well? Yeah, I overlapped with her all four years. So uh, we graduated the same year. She was very very tough, but there are lots of other other really good players. Um, some of them are graduating soon, so hopefully you can see some of them on tour as well. Yeah, you're seeing it. We're seeing a lot more of that now, aren't we? With uh, players playing in the in the U.S. Uh, at the college level, and then uh, parlaying that into a professional career. Yeah, and I think some of them, depending on where you're at school, they're able to kind of do both at the same time. That's what Amanda is able to do. Um, I struggled to do that because Cornell wasn't the most accessible place, but um, I think the levels really improved and. Everyone is kind of going there with the goal of playing afterwards, which is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now, uh, well, I guess your old coach, uh, uh, was it Su uh, Susan Duvoc? Uh, no, Julie. Julie, sorry. Julie Duvoc yeah. and her husband, they, they've just retired, and now they've brought in, of course, uh, David Palmer. Um, will you be, uh, as an alum, would you, will you be uh, venturing down to, uh, to Cornell every now and then for a bit of uh, training with David? Um, I'd like to. I haven't been yet. Um, I went down once, but it was at a time when he, it was right before he started. Um, so it would be nice to go and do some training there. Um, I know Holly Nodden, who's also in the semifinals tonight, um, trains with him, and I think he's her main coach. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I'd like to go train. It's just a matter of fitting it in with some other with other tournaments. Well, he has a reputation for uh, for fitness and uh, marine-type training. Uh, <laughs> So I, I, that, that, I've seen, uh, actually, I was going to mention this later, I've seen some of your, uh, in preparation for this, don't, don't get creeped out, I saw some <laughs> of your um, Instagram pics and you're in the gym doing some, some, pretty, uh, some pretty good heavy lifting there. Yeah, no, I love the off-court uh, off aspect of it and I have a great trainer um, who I work with here and so... Yeah, I wouldn't mind even going to Palmer with some of that intense fitness because I'm pretty used to it with uh, with Richard. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, 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 I actually got lucky and, and got him on my podcast a few weeks ago, and uh, he was telling me about his beep test uh, training. Um, he completed five, complete, the, the entire beep test completed it five times uh, with a two-minute break in between each, like, like simulated game. Do you think you, you'd like to try that? Oof. Uh, <laughs> it makes me yeah. sick just thinking about it. Yeah, me too. But, you know, I'll try everything once and then, you know, I guess it's good for me, you know. <laughs> yeah. I have to go through some pain, but that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you're, uh, I'm a bit of a gym rat myself. So, like you said, you, you, you try it and uh, tweak it and uh, whatever, how, how you can get it to work for you and then see how it goes after that. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's something I would try in the summer when I didn't have 
I can probably have like a whole week to recover from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, yeah, the years at Cornell were, were great, and uh, you had some great squash there. Now, I'm just, I was looking through the rankings earlier and noticed, uh, you've probably noticed, yeah, obviously you know about this, but Canada has uh, four women in the top 50 in the world. I'm not sure if that's been the case ever before. So it sort of sound, it seems quite promising, and you're probably quite, quite uh, good friends with all of them. Um, uh, do you do you guys talk about this collectively at all? Like the you know where you are right now in the term in terms of the global uh, scheme of things? Yeah, we do a bit, and I think especially with the Pan, Pan American champs coming up in world world teams in uh, China, we're all kind of getting more into that team mindset. And I mean, the, the better everyone does, the better it is for like. Everyone, the better everyone does individually, the better it is as a whole. So I think we've all been really good at supporting each other and trying to help each other um, get better. And, yeah, like we, we all get along so well that um, it's, it's nice. We don't have that ultra-competitive, intense sort of team mindset. We all can have fun um, but also are trying to get up there uh, worldwide. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it, it looks good. And um, 42, is that your, your highest ranking to date, Danielle? Uh, no, I was at 40 a couple times, I think maybe two months ago. So I've, okay. I've been uh, around the same little area for a while. So hopefully I can jump up into the top 40 soon. But um, right. yeah, no, it's been good. Yeah, so uh, like, well, right now your ranking's at 42, but uh, I was looking through your results, and you've had a, a, a bunch of wins over girls uh, uh, up above you, including uh, Jenny uh, Duncalf, Rachel Grinham, and you actually played a great match against Nicole David. You're, uh, I guess she's your, your idol, uh, like a lot of the girls. Uh, you took a game off of her in a, in a recent event. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, you've got it in you to, to win those matches uh, against better players uh, ranked above you. What do you need to do to make that more consistent? Well, I find right now it's also getting used to playing at a higher pace um, more consistently because when I played Nicole um, on the glass court, that, and even when I played uh, Camille um, in Chicago, one thing I noticed was just the pace that they played at. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. just hitting it hard. They were hitting shots hard but very accurately. So I think if I can start playing at that sort of level. Um, and it's also, I find anyone can have like a good or bad day, but the top players, the difference between the good and bad days are very small. Like it's just a couple errors. Like they're very steady. So I think if you can just really groove, fine-tune, try and find the tweaks in your swing or your movement and just make those small changes all the time. Like, eventually you can get there. Um, it's just a process. I, can, I mean, I know we all want it to go quicker than it does, but um, yeah. just trying to stay patient and just grind away. Yeah, I noticed, uh, actually, I watched a little bit of your match on uh, at the Windy City Open when you played Camille, and... Uh, uh, they had the heart rate monitor uh, going there. Did, did they? Did they? Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but if they had it hooked up to her, did they? Did they have it hooked up to you at all? Uh, no, they didn't. Point? I think no? we were the first match of the tournament, so they were just trying it out with one player, and uh, okay. she was open to it because I know some players have like an opt in, opt out, opt out. They didn't ask me, but right, um, yeah, 
Yeah, that, that, that was quite a, an interesting little thing they had going. I guess her, I know her heart rate got up to about 170, uh, uh, 180 at one point in the first, it was early in the match. So you had her going. <laughs> I like to think so. The score doesn't uh, quite reflect that, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I noticed, uh, I don't know if you do the same thing or not, but I've noticed on, uh, a lot of the stuff that she posts on Facebook, she's doing a lot of, she plays a lot of mat, like competitive matches against guys. Do you, uh, do you mix in a bit of that as well? Um, yeah, a lot. So in Calgary, there's a couple women, but most of the people I'm training with are men. So okay. we play a lot of practice matches and then it's nice when I go away to tournaments, I train more with the, the other women. Um, so I get used to the different style and, and stuff, but I'm always, when I'm in Calgary, most of the time, I'm just training with men. Right on. Who, who do you train with the most? Uh, I guess your, bro your brother uh, is David, right? Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't train with him too much because he's, he's working in New York and living in okay. New York. Yeah. Um, but I mainly hit with, uh, like, Jake Hooker, Paul Oppenheim, Brock Janzer, um, like a lot, and then there's a ton of other guys. Like, I occasionally hit with Ian Power. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And your your coach now, uh, I, you you mentioned it was uh, Jonathan Hill, and uh, and a little bit, I guess your brother used to coach you. Tell us, uh, like how how has your brother uh, and and Jonathan over the years how have they impacted your your and influenced your game um, in terms of their coaching and what they do for you? Well, I think John has been really great for me because he lets me be creative, but also finds ways to make me, but he also keeps me in check and makes me play smarter because occasionally I'll throw in a reverse post and he's like, well, you can be creative, but maybe in a better way. So it helps yeah. channel yeah. Um, different shots. Um, but it's also really fun. Like whenever we have a lesson, like we'll, we'll play a condition game for court sprints or stuff like that. So I think the important thing is, still enjoying squash and really having fun because once you get too caught up in all the the little stuff it it can really uh take its toll so i, I think both uh dave and john have been really good for that like making a very positive atmosphere um when i'm training yeah that's important okay. yeah so uh, just before we just before you, we uh, we finish up, Danielle, what's uh, what do you have on the go? Uh, I guess obviously the most important thing is getting through the semifinal and uh, and on to the final and getting uh, you know really you know looking back, I'm really pulling for you to get your first uh, first national title. Having been there three of the last four years, I mean obviously you're you're right there. So. Um, Again, uh, how are you feeling going in uh, into tonight's match? Feeling really good. I think just have to just keep my head and um, just remember to enjoy the whole experience. Relax, even if things go slightly wrong. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking about it too much. Like I'm just gonna, you know, when I'm on court, I'll I'll be all business, and then until then, just kind of take it easy yeah exactly i mean you know how to get there so uh um yeah, yeah you've been there before and just uh, take it that next step we're really uh i'm i'm rooting for you to win this one daniel sure. all the best in the in the semi-final and uh is is it gonna be uh, it'll be lot there's a live feed right 
Uh, uh, yes, there is. Then the link's just on the Squash Canada website. On the Squash, Squash Canada website. Okay. Uh, we'll yeah. be watching here in the, in the desert here in Dubai for sure. <laughs> I'll have my friends over and uh, we'll, we'll be rooting for you. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Danielle. Good luck and uh, let's do it again. Yeah, no, definitely. Anytime. Cheers. Thank you. Right, bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. Uh, that was a good, fun chat. And uh, again, we want to wish you all the best in the semifinal uh, tonight against Sam uh, in Calgary with your, your family uh, there supporting you and, of course, all of your friends uh, from the area. And uh, we also we want to wish everybody all the best uh, in those semifinal matches. Uh, f uh, four great matches in the men's and women's open uh, side of the draw. Um, and also, uh, you can watch these matches if you go to the Squash Canada website uh, and click on the YouTube feed. There's a live feed, uh, that, and you'll be able to watch uh, all of those matches, I think, if you just visit, visit squash.ca. Uh, go to uh, the events link, and that'll take you. Uh, you'll see the link to the YouTube page. So enjoy that uh, live squash uh, later on uh, today those four semifinal uh, matches. And there's squash on there right now as we speak, maybe some of the consolation matches and age group matches. So uh, well worth watching. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, and uh, enjoy your squash. Goodbye now.